all right, all right. Uh, greetings, ladies and gentle monsters. I am your host, Immortal Brandle, and I'm joined here by a very special guest from Sony Santa Monica Studios, Vixen Mortis. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I am Caitlin Blends, but if you watch me on Twitch, you know me as Vixen Mortis. I am a 3D environment artist by trade, and on Twitch, I speed run Dark Souls and challenge run Dark Souls. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, I need to start watching you then, because uh, I like watching challenge runs for Dark Souls. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so go ahead and introduce everybody else, though. I'm Renegade. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Hello, I am Renegade Operative, and I cannot wait to do this interview. Hey. Uh, Cryo Gaming, introduce yourself, good sir. Hey everyone, I'm Cryo. Yeah, look at that enthusiasm you got there. Alright, and last but not least, <laughs> nice. I'm Gamma Eli. Introduce yourself. Hey, my name is Gamma Eli, but you can just call me Eli. I'll try to. Alright, um, let's go ahead and read off number one on the document. Um, to break the ice, um, talk about your experience with game development. How long have you been a um, prominent within the game industry? Well, I have been working in the game industry for three years now. I graduated art school about two years ago, but before that I had the opportunity to work at a art outsource studio. And during my time there, I was able to contribute to Rage 2. So I would say that that's when my game industry experience started. In art school, in a bunch of game industry programs, you're offered the opportunity to do a lot of indie small team efforts but i think that if you were to ask me like what my first prominent role was it would probably be my work contributed to rage 2. rage then, 2. yeah i don't I still know need to, i still need to play that it was pretty cool when i played it i'm just i'm not a mm. car person so <laughs> yeah um after that i graduated and i was able to launch land a position on ramen it's a, it's like a splatoon naked soup flinging extravaganza game it was pretty awesome i wrapped up my time there a couple months ago and i was there for about a year and a half and then i got the job at santa monica so all right that's neat uh what's the name of this studio if you don't mind me asking um that you worked at before on um rage 2 like um the RCA yeah so uh bethesda makes rage 2 but the, they hired a bunch of art outsourcing studios to help them make the game so i worked with ryzen art and they okay. focus on weapons and vehicles okay okay that's neat yeah um uh, we're ready we have number two for me I gotcha. Hold on a second. Okay, can you give a bit of an analysis about your current profession as a 3D prop artist? What are the key details behind creating such awesome environments? Well, if I'm making props, I'm not making environments. So there's a bit of a differentiation there in terminology for the positions. Um, in 3D, you fall under character or you get kind of put into environments, but environment can be further broken down into many different things. And environment artists are usually solving the world building problems and prop artists are usually solving the interactables problems. So 
as it stands, I am doing on ramen. I was doing a lot of environment art, but on the team I'm on now, I am strictly props. So that means so. like things like lamps or maybe uh, could it be weapons almost? It could be crates and barrels, my friend. Okay. Okay. Just a little clarification there. I understand now. Yeah, no worries. So anyone else uh, want to interject or we can move on to number three? Um, I'm, I'm curious what the game ramen is. Uh, I, I never really heard much of it. Yeah, I was thinking like Japanese ramen, but this sounds yeah, totally different. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a play on it's it's raw like R.A.W. men. Oh, it's, okay. It's I was, like I was... the guys and you're flinging soup and yeah. It's totally if you, if you played Splatoon, it has a similar spirit, but we're adding or they are. I, I'm, it's not a we anymore. It's not a we effort. I moved on, they moved on from me, but uh, <laughs> they are adding Aww. way more uh, game mode. So it started as a Splatoon spirited game, and now it's going in a really different direction. I'm excited to see where it ends up. Yeah, I just looked it up on the same page right mm -hmm. here. It looks really interesting. Yeah, you can wishlist it, and I believe they are giving out beta keys right now. Ooh, okay. So you can definitely get in on that. We yeah, It's published that. by Tiny Build, so if you've heard of Hello Neighbor, mm -hmm. same guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, anyone else before um, we hit number three? No, I think we're good. Ooh. You know what, Eli, we're not read off number three. All right, number three. What is the most complicated process about day-to-day -day life within the gaming industry? How do you feel about the readjustments due to COVID-19? Well, there was basically no adjustment because I was working on ramen before COVID happened, and I was remote before that, so it was just kind of more of the same. I think for uh, people at Santa Monica who were there before me, the shift was much more radical because they were in studio and then they had to adjust to working from home. But for me, I, I guess it's kind of lucky because it was just, there was no adjustment. It was just more of the same and I'm kind of a reclusive hermit. So. Oh, so you got lucky then. <laughs> I guess it works out. So um, I got to ask though, would you don't mind like working inside an actual studio once all this um clears up? Like having a little I, workstation or whatever at some studio? You know, if I if you asked me a couple months ago, I would have told you, no, I want to stay home. But now that I am working from home, I see the difficulty with like, if you have a problem, you have to send somebody a message and wait till they see it. And then it's like, if, it's, if they're not the person to get the information from, then you got to it's it's just it would be so much easier to just get up from my desk and walk over to somebody and get an immediate answer and communication is much simpler in person so i think now i would but if you had asked me like a couple months ago i would have told you no nah, i just want to stay work from home so yeah. essentially it's like trading one convenience for another kind of yeah yeah it's, it's I... nice not commuting let me tell you i I will say, like, I completely understand on that front because I have a friend in um, Ubisoft support, and 
she's told me so many times how she's had to like wait for like word from her supervisor and everything like that when truth be told if she was in an office it would be much like quicker and faster for word to get back to her and like what what to do and and stuff like that with a question that she does not know the answer to yeah we understand that and it's nobody's fault because i mean it's the nature of you know using messaging if you're in a meeting you're not going to see a message and yeah Yeah. just it's hard to know what everybody's up to exactly Hmm. all right now cryo why not um um, real number four all right um since you joined um sony santa monica uh we were wondering how how much fun is the prospect for you to work with the legendary God of War dev- developers? Were you super excited, nervous? What was your reaction? I mean, the idea is I'm one of them now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's like the most that's like the most straightforward answer and it's also the most awesome so i kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) no i mean it's it's honestly it's pretty it was pretty scary because it's like going from i don't i don't it's like going from like silver or bronze in like overwatch to suddenly being thrust into grandmaster it's scary but you know those people are so good but they started at the same place I was and they just, they got good because they put in the time and they learned and other people, they've, they've hired many more associates before me who have stayed there and they're very good at developing talent and working with each other. And I have been learning a lot and they are very receptive to all my questions. I, as time goes on, that fear is dissipating and it's just becoming excitement because I am so excited to learn all that they have to teach me. Yeah, because, I mean, the way the way I look at it, I mean, with how, with, with their, with their, um, uh, what, what, what's the word, repertoire, you know, and everything like that, the, the games that they've made and everything yeah. like that, they, they obviously trust, trust you completely with your skills and what you do they have confidence in you so that's one thing that um that you definitely should uh, focus on like whenever all of a sudden you like get randomly like uh, anxious about something because um i have anxious moments myself so i understand that completely but focusing on that like you know you know if they really didn't like have so much confidence in me and what I do, I wouldn't be here right now. So yeah, yeah, that's one positive thing that you can look on and you're like, yeah, I got this. I got this. They have faith in me. I can do this. Yeah, no, um, I totally feel you in that. I have a chat command on my Twitch that's just exclamation point nervy because I am a very like, I have a chem- I have a chemical makeup and it is like ninety nine percent nervous energy and one percent hot gas. Like I am a very nervous, anxious person, so it's definitely been a learning process for me on how to remind myself that I belong where I'm at, and that imposter syndrome is an insidious bitch and it's real. Yeah, it. Right? Yeah, it'll it'll take it'll take time for 
for that to dissipate. It'll take time, but don't worry. Eventually, you'll overcome that. I mean, you should have seen some of the people that were on our Resident Evil 2 interview with Nick Apostolides, like, couldn't even speak. It's, it's that nerve-wracking, but I just see it as if someone has, like, a status quo or something like that behind them, they're still just, like, normal people, and you got to treat them like that. Treat them how you want to be treated, and then, you know, we can see what we can do with them in the future and stuff like that. And even then, though, sometimes it's hard because, like, you know who they are, though, but, you know, they're normal people, but back in your mind, like, holy shit, I'm talking to somebody that I like a lot, so, like, how am I going to interact with them? Oh, yeah. So that you get nervous. Yeah, uh, that is in the no back exactly. of your head. But yeah. once you get used to it, it's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, hell, hell, even, like, now, I mean, I, well, only because I've never been in, on, like, I've never had done, like, an interview like this before, so I even, I'm, like, nervous and anxious about the whole thing you'll get used to it but we got to move on to the next question real quick because we've been diverging a little bit so have you ever talked to the man himself Corey barlog <laughs> did you gain any new insight from him and I santa monica so sorry no i have not oh, oh. sorry understandable he's too cool for me you know <laughs> I, I imagine guy. he's a very busy man no i haven't actually just just, I haven't met everybody at this studio yet, even though it's been, I've been there for a minute now. It's just, it's hard to wrap your head around just how many people are involved in these large projects. Yeah. So I think it'll be a while before I get a chance to meet everybody. So it has, it's, it's not a matter of like, he's not introduced himself to me and I have not, it's just, it's just how it goes. <laughs> we are a huge endeavor. <laughs> but he's Maybe one day. I follow him on Twitter and he's pretty... He's he, he's a spicy boy. I like him. He's cool. He's a character. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe one day. One day. Uh well, I mean that's a pretty straightforward um question. But you know what? Actually, I have a question to ask. Um, if you had to um pick another studio to work at, aside from obviously Santa Monica, another what would be your studio? Yeah, like it could be more than one. Even like what studios would you like to work one? at? What's wrong with more than what? Yeah, come on. Uh, what studios would you like to work at? Um, if you had to pick, um, say from software, <laughs> I don't speak Japanese. Hey, you start somewhere. I, I don't speak somewhere. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's kind of like a hard no. Oh. But um, think of it as like a dream job. No, if you could, then you would. I don't. I'm pretty happy where I'm at. That works too, I guess. Hey, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's I, over here. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a really good fit where I'm at. I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, that's fine. Cry. Want to read number six for me? Uh, yes. Um, how do you feel about video games expanding and growing in scope with each new generation? Has it been intimidating for you as a designer at any given point? Well, no, because I'm not a designer. Oh, okay. So by technical terms, you're not a designer, right? Okay. No. Has it been like any difficult for you 
with your current one like prop artists with a ps4 yes. architecture or anything like that um Uh, it's, I mean, it's not that hard now. I, I don't know. It's the PS4 has been out for a while now. So I feel like everybody that's been porting to it has kind of, we're reaching the end of the PS4 era, right? Mm -hmm. All the problems have largely been solved at this point. Well, that's just like kind of my brain dying and. I forgot to mention PS5, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on that same note, the PS5 just happened, so... It's going to take some time. We have we need some time to find out what the problems are, right? That's understandable. So I guess we can move on to the next question, which I will read. So how has your experience been streaming video games to Twitch to a live audience across the world? Um... You know, I used to, I started Twitch three years ago as a game development Twitch streamer. I used to stream sculpting and 3D art. I did it for a couple of months and then I walked away from it because I think I got work or something. I don't know. I just, it fell off for me. And in March, I decided to start streaming again, even right before the pandemic hit. So it just... I was like, I want to face a fear, and that is playing video games on the internet in front of strangers, because that sounds terrifying. So I picked up Dark Souls, because I was like, I'm going to do the hardest thing ever. <laughs> I would argue it's like one of the hardest games to learn, especially if you've never really used a controller like me. That felt impossible. So you kill one little mob, and you feel like a damn god. So it was nice because it was very hard, but any small feat in that game feels like you just climbed Everest. It's amazing. And then it just kind of kept going. And as I kept doing it, more and more people started coming back. Because it starts as you're playing a game and then it evolves into you're creating a community. And I've been afforded the opportunity to make friends with tons of people from all corners of the world. Like one of my favorite regulars is from Bangladesh and I have another one that's in Sweden I have somebody in Japan I have somebody in Mauritius in that's it's like I think that's northeastern Africa I think oh man yeah but it has been amazing for my ability to meet people that I would not ordinarily meet I had to Google where Meredith is. I know. I feel Same. Sad. I was just about that... to tell you, like, yeah, I know somebody from this place, but I can't tell you where it is. That's I've never heard of. That. That's stuck yeah. in the back of my head. Like, I don't know where that is from, but that is highly interesting. Yeah, yeah, but um, it it's crazy because you know I finished the game, and then um. I was like, now what? And then somebody in the chat was like, okay, but now do it soul level one. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? No. And they were like, yeah. So like people do challenge runs. And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah. So like they just, you keep artificially increasing the difficulty. So you climb your Everest 
and then the like fog clears and then there's like an Everest that's sitting on top of another Everest right in front of you. And then that's just, that's the cycle. It's It's been amazing because it's been a great learning experience for how you can basically overcome any challenge as long as you put in the grind. All right, so I'm guessing aside from the um, obviously the gaming stuff and challenge runs, you enjoy the, like the social aspect of Twitch, considering that you are you meeting all these people across the world and clearly you're liking it, right? Oh, yeah, I would say so. Like I've made some really good friends this way. Okay, I'm guessing you also made friends with other streamers potentially. Uh, yeah, streamers and viewers alike, because there's some people who are really in the community, but they don't want to put themselves out there as a streamer. But there, you'll find them in like the Dark Souls discords and like the Challenge Runner discords, and so like there's a lot of stream viewers that I know really well, and we all kind of check each other's streams out, and we all kind of cheer each other on as we go through these challenges. Mm -hmm. That's seriously wholesome, to be honest. It's so wholesome. You don't even know. It's so amazing. Like. I wasn't expecting that when I started, but now if I like finish a challenge run, like if I get through it, when I defeat Gale, it is so heartwarming to see chat blow up with hyper jammies. <laughs> and that isn't such a sentence I thought I would say last year, but like the way people cheer each other on in the Dark Souls community is it's something else. We need more of that. I've been meaning to get into streaming, but uh, no, nah, I'm too socially awkward for that. No, you're hey, lazy. Hey, you yeah. get better by doing it, right? Yeah, I, I've been, I've mostly just been streaming my friends on another Discord. Yeah, well, yeah, you only become fine. embarrassment is the t the ticket price to mastery, right? Mm -hmm. For me, I just need to find motivation because motivation's been. Oh, motivation is bullshit. You'll never find it. You just gotta make it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially nowadays. Lockdown and all that. Like, I am no... I You will not see me become a full-time Twitch streamer. You will not see me with thousands of viewers, but I... When I, there are days I straight up don't feel like going and streaming. Like, I didn't sleep well. I had a really shitty day at work. And not, not because work is shitty, but just because... It just game development can be very stressful. And when I finish my shift, I'm like, do I really want to go do a broken, broken straight sword SL1 run right now? And usually the answer is no. But then I think about all the people who are expecting me to be there. And then like, I, I make myself go. Yeah, Actually, you know, I'm glad you mentioned um, like long shift, whatever. What's the longest um, shift you ever worked? And have you worked on crunch hours? Um, it's different everywhere you go. Santa Monica, as long as I have been there, nobody is crunched. Everybody, it's a very healthy working environment. And everybody's given pretty reasonable and flexible deadlines on what they have to do. When it came to working indie, it's a little bit different because in a team of like 200 one person messing up a deadline doesn't have the same weight as one person messing up a deadline on a team of five or ten people. So on Ramen, there were a lot more late nights because things would just break 
or files would corrupt and it was like well we have to have this in by tomorrow get some staying up because it just just because this has to be done by tomorrow and it's like nobody's fault but um generally speaking at least i have experienced healthy working hours 3d programs are not very kind and they don't they don't care about my sleep hours though so if they crash then i don't work eight hours sometimes i work 12 but that's that is not the studio's fault that is just that is the way of game dev well i'm glad that you're not getting crunched yeah yeah yeah, especially all those horror stories we, we hear about that. So that's good. You know, you have experience it yet, or hopefully at all, during your yeah. own career. Let's hope you don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I, I feel for devs that have to do a lot of crunch. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. But I think that no matter what, at some point, everybody will have to do a little bit of crunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's right. it's unfortunate, but it's also uh, some people are definitely perfectionists. Uh, so it just kind of comes with the territory, especially in this current climate where we have to sort of work from our homes. So it's a lot of stress to get certain games out, delays and meet deadlines. You know, I actually I have a good question. Good. What's the... um, with what you do. Yes. What, what has been like your personal like best like achievement? My best achievement. What and everything that you've done with what you do? What's your this, biggest that you can think of, or something that you're really can, proud of? This one time yeah, exactly. I got to sculpt. I got to sculpt garlic. <laughs> <laughs> garlic. <laughs> yeah, that is the. <laughs> that is the most popular thing I've ever tweeted. Was this the picture? Or like I, I assume it's for ramen. Yeah, that was. You could say it's my magnum opus. Amazing <laughs> garlic. Well, I guess You'll... I'll be a. I guess I'll be a garlic main on ramen now. <laughs> garlic main. It's like yeah, we'll like it. Vampires probably won't. Garlic gun. Yeah, you're saying no vampires. Garlic gun. <laughs> uh, my favorite kind of bread. I was gonna say, why are you talking about garlic weapons when we could be talking about garlic bread? Hey, hey, I don't mind. Much that. better to beat someone over the head with it. No, I want to <laughs> eat it. That was... Well, that is a waste of good garlic bread, my friend. I could go for some garlic bread now. Yeah. That's Damn it, we're hungry now. Yes, yeah, so I'm. So I'm um, thinking about food. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will move on to the next question then. Um, which one is it here? Okay, is there a video game that you're thoroughly excited for to get your hands on, like any upcoming release that you really want? Um, look, <laughs> oh. I, oh. I'm a believer. I believe mm. Elden Ring is real. I have nothing to back this up. It is literally just like. A belief in my heart. It's I, I. It's real. It's it's happening. I refuse to believe any other reality exists. 
the one that Elden Ring doesn't happen within the next 100 years. <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to bet that Game of Thrones series, um, the book series, would be finished before um, Elden Ring at this rate. Oh, come on. Dang, Look, I'm dang. just saying Elden Ring is going to happen eventually. <laughs> That's all. Yep, that's okay. Just have faith. It will happen. I never played the the Dark Souls games, but I do want to get into Elden Ring whenever that comes out. <laughs> yeah. You don't play the Dark Souls games. You suffer them. Uh, I thought you were going to say the Dark Souls game play you. No, no, no. You just <laughs> suffer them. Okay. The yeah, only one I suffered through really was three. Oof. For the game to play you, it has to care about you a little bit. And that RNG does not. Uh, RJ never cares about you. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I always say this in every game that has RNG in it. You need to pray to RNGesus. If you do that, RNGesus will will give you a good RNG. Uh, Jesus hates me then on that Resident Evil 3 water puzzle. Haste. Oh, no. is the guy RNG. that I pray to before Half-Light and get ignored by it. Well, aside from Elder Ring, there's any other games that um at least excited for, or just want to try out? Um, well, Neopets is slowly adapting their games to Flash, and that's exciting. I miss Termac Roll. Flash is still real. No, it's dead, and so is oh, half of Neopets. Oh, <laughs> that is unfortunate. My heart. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I just thought that was a little bit funny. Just a little bit. Yeah. Not very. Just mildly. <laughs> mildly it was, funny. It was violently average in terms of funniness. You got a good chuckle. Hey, you got one please customer here. Hey. One keck in chat. <laughs> Everyone type keck. Keck W. <laughs> There we go. My yep. existence is validated. I am funny. I knew you were a, a keck kind of girl as soon as you posted Pepe earlier. Oh, we <laughs> saw that earlier, yeah. <laughs> I guess we could move uh, on to number 10. So, top three favorite gaming franchises. Go. Um, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Dark Souls, Assassin's Creed. <clears throat> And oof, Age of Empires. Age of Empires, okay. But what's your favorite AC game? I am really enjoying Valhalla. That's it's... been in my backlog since December. Yeah. I, I had uh, Odyssey. I, mm -hmm. I have all of them, but I, for the names, the Greek one. Odyssey. <laughs> that one. And I, I, I found a game with a world that was too big. I, uh, I couldn't yeah. finish. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't well, finish it, man. Think, I think Valhalla is actually a bigger world too, though. So, but it's Ugh. so much better contained as you play through it. In mm -hmm. my opinion, it's just an opinion. Like I, I feel like I am getting funneled through it much easier, and I'm not getting lost quite as much. Like there's no islands to get lost on for me. Oh yeah. I I couldn't even do the last DLC for Odyssey. 
<laughs> I didn't. I, it's not that I didn't want to. I just couldn't get there yet. I'm just not there yet. There's a lot of game. It's it's a big grind. Odyssey is a big grind of a game. Yeah. But the environments on it are amazing. Like it is a good game. I I yeah. it's gonna be my life's work to finish it, but I will. <laughs> and make it a goal. Just do it on Twitch. I I did for a bit. I did. How well that went? Actually, it went pretty good. It was it's a fun game to uh, interact with people with because it's a game where you have dialogue options. So you can be like, hey, chat, like what should you could confer with chat on the outcome of like your character. So that's that's actually pretty fun for interactive playing. That's why I like The Witcher 3. No. <laughs> Alright, um I guess we'll go ahead and move on. Well Hashin, hold on. What's your favorite Dark Souls game? My favorite Dark Souls game. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Dark Saucy? <laughs> no. No, I have not. <laughs> Dark Souls, I think I built Look, I think it would be blasphemous for me to put to not put Dark Souls 2 at the bottom of the list just because that's how people are. But like I think Dark Souls 3 is my favorite because Dark Souls 1 is clunky, but it feels hard to say that because it's a game that's 10 years old. So, of course, it's going to be clunky. And of course, Dark Souls 3 isn't because they're going to have learned so much from 1 and 2 that they're going to like fine tune it. So so, so I'm guessing it's what three, one, and two. I would say so, yeah. Okay. I haven't finished the Demon Souls remake though. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know I, if you consider that part of the. I, the I mean, it, it is the first game technically to start all this, so I will say so. But yeah, you should finish Demon Souls. That's my personal yeah. favorite Souls well, game, right next to Bloodborne. Blue Point did an amazing job on the remaster, and I was having a lot of fun. I didn't finish it, but. It's a pretty good game. And now that it's been remastered, it looks amazing. Yeah, Honestly, finish it. I, I, <laughs> I hope Blue Point does Dark Souls after Demon Souls. Yeah, a proper remaster. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, though. <clears throat> oh, I agree. I'm not going to say what I want because uh, I'll be here all day. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Remake, Kappa. No, no, I'm kidding. They'll do that after Dark Souls. I still want it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jay Ren, um, you'll be the guest honor. You um, read off the next question. Number 11, please. Okay, this is the last one. So, if there was any words of encouragement that you would give to any aspiring game developer, what would you personally tell them? Every game developer in a senior and above position has at some point thought about quitting. Because it was really hard. And I would say just keep going. Keep grinding keep trying the difference between a beginner and a master is the master has failed more times than the beginner has tried so if you're failing good because you're getting closer to that number really no hmm. where's the encouragement to live by yeah all right so I yeah, think... that's, a, that's a wait real quick though that's the first time i actually um heard about um like people top brightest actually just want to quit because of um difficulty 
Yeah, I never heard that outside the industry before, but hey, um, that's the first. Uh, I mean, nobody's going to tell you that because, I mean, you want to put on a face like, I, how do I frame this? You want to be encouraging to people who want to get into it and you want to put out there how passionate you are about what you do. Yeah. And... I think to tell people, if someone, if you were to ask me, I mean, you kind of just did, right? But if, if someone I did like just came up to me and was like, how are you liking game and just off the cuff, like, how are you liking game development? I'd be like, oh, it's amazing. And I would leave it at that because it, overall the picture is that it is. But the reality is, is that it's not always. I think a little honesty would be um, nice as well, because you know, um, other developers would say the same thing. Like, um, it's fun, though, but it depends on your environment. <clears throat> depends on your mindset. Yeah, that's Honesty true. is something that's desperately needed nowadays in the gaming industry. And <laughs> that's true. Looking at uh... you, game does... <laughs> stop. Shut up, Mila. Yeah, yeah, please stop. I know, I know. Uh, freaking weirdo. Alright, um, I guess that's all the questions, right? Anybody else got any um questions to ask um uh, Caitlin here? Uh alright. Um I I'll I'll bite. Um what do what are you personally looking forward to in your future with um, Santa Monica like your personally like what you want to see yourself do accomplish in your future with this company I it could be something I... small too. <laughs> no I know no we don't we don't do small here I'm 5'2 but we don't do small here so <laughs> <laughs> my what I it's kind of, I hate telling people this, but I really suck at playing video games. Like, I'm not a good gamer. I, I'm not good at anything, I, any game I play. Like, I am strictly Bronze, Silver League, and Overwatch. I am suffering my way through Dark Souls. I love games because they're my favorite medium for storytelling. At least just be honest with it, though. Don't fake it. You know, if you're not good yeah. at games, just just say it. Like, you're not good at games. I mean, I didn't. I just told you. I mean, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's a broad <laughs> example. Like, people will just fake it. I, I felt like I was being pretty concise there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just straight up say I, it. Like, yeah, I, I hope that I get to contribute to an amazing story. And I hope that I have a really positive impact on that story. And the things I make just drive the beats home. Yeah, I mean, from what you've what you've described to us here, it definitely does feel like you, your future is definitely very strong on Look, that front. Uh, here's how I feel, okay? When I'm breaking that crate apart as Kratos, I'll be firmly thinking that you created it. <laughs> oh no. Is that a pun? Yes. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I that out of Eli. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to pull one at least. Whenever I destroy something in Ragnarok, I'll be thinking, hey, the Keck girl designed this. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> okay. Eli, stop it. 
<laughs> All right. Um, any more questions, though, before um, we do outros? Uh, just a quick one. Uh, since you're working at, uh, I I just want to ask. Uh, you said that you played Dark Souls. Uh, mm. I have I you played any of the older? Uh, have you played any of the older God of War titles? Um, I have. Okay. I have. Yeah, we're talking talking mostly about Dark Souls. I was just want to get your input on God of War as a whole. I like most combat games. Okay. Hmm. Right, do you have a personal favorite God of War game? Two is pretty awesome, but that might that could just be nostalgia talking, but. Okay. I mean, that's not a bad answer, so... Two has a special place in my heart. Alrighty. And considering Corey was the director, it was definitely great. Like, I, I just love all the God of War games, really. Like, three is my favorite, but I could see someone really liking two as well because it was a great follow-up to the first one. Oh, yes. Alrighty, um, let's go ahead and do outro. Say, how, how should I end this off? Um, no, Caitlin, um, go ahead and give your outro, like your plugs and whatnot, anything. Yeah, your social medias and all that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. My username is Vixit Mortis. You can follow me on Twitch. It, it's also Vixit Mortis. And if you if you're into Art Station, it's also Vixit Mortis. All right. Um, and then if you want to get really spicy, you can follow me on YouTube, which is also Vixit Mortis. Vixit Mortis all around. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had another question though, but um, uh, I'm pretty me. sure you're under. I'm pretty sure you're under NDA though, so I'm not going to ask actually. So I'm just going to leave it right there. Uh, Cryo, I'm going to give you outro. All right. Um. You can follow me on Twitter, which is CryoGaming, and same thing with my um, YouTube account. Same same thing there. All right, all right, Eli, give you a troll. You can follow me on Twitter at Gamma Alias. Right, Renegade. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can follow me on YouTube, Renegade Operative, and Twitch at Renegade underscore Operative. And you can find me on Twitter at um, Immortal Brindle, Twitch at Sarah Brindle. Everywhere else is not your damn business. <laughs> I'm just kidding, though. But um, once again, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us today for this interview. Of course. And, yes. and of course, my um, co-host, Renegade, and the other um, guests. Yes. Um, everyone here that's um, listening or watching, whichever you prefer, um, have a good day, night, evening, wherever it is in the, um, the world for you. And uh, stay tuned for more Infinite Ammo um, interviews in the future. Thank you for um, listening or watching. Take care, people. Bye. Bye-bye. Destroy crates. Destroy <laughs> crates house. <laughs> oh my god.